Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rocks in Glenaris. As we are currently unable to gather in the church for Mass, I hope this podcast will help you and your families spend some time together in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. You'll hear the readings from the day, a short homily and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there will be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I invite you now to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom I prayed, and understanding was given me. I entreated, and the Spirit of Wisdom came to me. I esteemed her more than scepters and thrones. Compared with her, I held riches as nothing. I reckoned no priceless stone to be her peer. For compared with her, all gold is a pinch of sand, 
and beside her silver ranks as mud. I loved her more than health or beauty, preferred her to the light, since her radiance never sleeps. In her company all good things came to me, at her hands riches not to be numbered. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 89 Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent is your anger for ever. Show pity to your servants. In the morning fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favour of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. The word of God is something alive and active. It cuts like any double-edged sword, but more finely. It can slip through the place where the soul is divided from the spirit, or joints from the marrow. It can judge the secret emotions and thoughts. No created thing can hide from him. Everything is uncovered and open to the eyes of the one to whom we must give account of ourselves. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus was setting out on a journey when a man ran up, knelt before him, and put this question to him. Good Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You must not kill. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not bring false witness. You must not defraud. Honour your father and mother. And he said to him, Master, I have kept all these from my earliest days. Jesus looked steadily at him and loved him, and he said, There is one thing you lack. Go and sell everything you own and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But his face fell at these words, and he went away sad, for he was a man of great wealth. Jesus looked round and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded by these words, but Jesus insisted. My children, he said to them, How hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. They were more astonished than ever. 
In that case, they said to one another, Who can be saved? Jesus gazed at them. For men, he said, it is impossible, but not for God, because everything is possible for God. Peter took this up. What about us? he asked him. We have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, I tell you solemnly, there is no one who has left house, brothers, sisters, father, children, or land for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, who will not be repaid a hundred times over. Houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land, not without persecutions, now in this present time, and in the world to come, eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. There is so much that we can take from today's beautiful gospel, such a rich section of the gospel. I think firstly we notice the way that this man approached Jesus. He came in humility, kneeling before him. We sense a certain desperation. Do we come before Jesus humbly, especially when we're desperate, when we really need his help? And then we see immediately The response from Jesus, he looked at him and loved him. That's how Jesus will accept us. When we are most in need, when we're feeling most distant from him perhaps, if we turn to him humbly, kneeling before him, he will look at us and love us. Then we note the question that the man asks. It's the question of eternal life. This is not a common question in our own society. The question of how to get to heaven. Part of this is because we're surrounded by people who either don't believe in heaven at all or believe that everyone ends up there regardless of their conduct of earth. But this is the key question of life. We need to make sure that we're not focused only on this earthly life, living for things only of this world or even mostly of this world. We can even keep heaven as this distant thing in the back of our minds, but be taken up with these shorter-term goals, living here in this earthly life. And then, of course, we take most note of Jesus' answer to this question of eternal life. He reiterates the commandments, which is no small matter. Those commandments are hard to live without the help of his grace. But even if we are following all of those, which most of us struggle with anyway, Jesus is still asking for more. This is why he tells us that it will be hard to enter the kingdom of God. It's hard to live the way of heaven in this life. Maybe it's as hard now as any time in Christian history. We can find ourselves looking at others living unchristian lives and think that by comparison to them, we're doing okay. But Jesus doesn't ask us to live mediocrity. Maybe mediocrity might get us to purgatory for a while, but he's asking for much more than that for us to go to heaven with him. The man in today's gospel still had an attachment to his material possessions. 
we may have attachments to something that holds us back from God. It could be material things like the man in the gospel, or it could be friendships that we won't risk, that we don't, we don't want to be truthful in the friendships in case we lose them, or particular sins that have become habits that we're convinced that we can't live without or we won't be happy without. There's all sorts of things we could be attached to that keep us from God. It is definitely hard to live the way of Christ here. But living for heaven also brings joy in the present. Even if we wrestle with these hard things, even if it's hard to give up these attachments. And it can seem so hard to give them up that we can despair over our own salvation, think that we're never going to get there. Or we can despair over the salvation of those that we care about, those dear to us. But we must trust that conversion is always possible and not lose the urgency of prayer and fasting and stating the truth of Christ's teaching. Jesus promises Peter and the apostles of the reward of heaven, but he also promises that they'll be rewarded in this life. We might not get the literal return of everything we've given up, but we will receive deep peace and unbridled joy. The man in today's gospel went away sad, but we don't know what he did next. He went away sad because of the difficulty of giving up his attachment to material possessions. But did he also fail to bring himself to do it? We don't know. We may challenge people with the truth or be challenged ourselves and we might be sad and walk away. If people we know are challenged by the truth and are sad or walk away, we need to keep praying for them because they might bring themselves to the hard decisions in time. How many of us have been told we have to give something up for the Lord, change the way we're living to live the commandments more closely and then do it instantly? It usually doesn't happen. We wrestle with it for a while. We go in the right direction, then we fail. We pick ourselves up and try again. It takes a while to get there. So the question for us today is, what is the Lord challenging you to let go of now? How is he stirring your heart? What is it today that seems too hard to live without? Then be courageous, decide to trust Jesus at his word, and resolve to remove those attachments from your life, so you will receive the gift of joy and peace in this life and in the next life. Take a moment now to think of what you need to pray for and for whom you wish to pray. And you may like to add these prayers out loud as a family or silently in your hearts.
We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you join us again next Sunday. God bless.